Welcome into the best seat in the house. You are on the front row of the Utah Jazz. I'm your host, Holly Rowe, and our guest today, Keontae George. Every single person that we talk to about you uses this word, basketball junkie. He loves basketball. I want to know why. Where and why did you fall in love with basketball? Um, I mean, it's my dream, to be honest. I mean, it's kind of like with anything in life. I mean, if you got to try to, you know, put yourself, your mind to it, I mean, you try to go out and, you know, try to achieve that goal that, that you set for yourself. Um, but, you know, I always tell a lot of people um, I really didn't have a plan B. So, I mean, you know, I had to, you know, stick with it and, you know, make it happen almost. So, but, I mean, I just love basketball. I mean, you know, getting to the NBA is kind of, it was my main goal, but now it kind of restarts almost. You know, now I'm a rookie and I got to, you know, find a way to get acclimated and find a way to, you know, be effective as fast as possible. So, I mean... Uh, you know, I just watch a lot of basketball. I mean, this is my life now, so I try to just, you know, put my all into it. So um, that's really the main thing. So take me back, paint a picture. You're, you're this little boy in Texas. W- w- why does this little boy start loving this game? What age? Uh, I, Three years old. My dad, my mom, they both played. Um, my whole family played, grandma and grandpa. Uh, so, I mean... I mean, we're a basketball family, so it's kind of just, you know, following, you know, in their footsteps. Um, you know, uh, they were successful in what they wanted to do, and I just wanted to continue the the legacy. And, you know, being from, you know, Louisville, um, not a lot of people have, have made it professionally, professionally in, you know, sports, so I kind of wanted to be, you know, one of the ones where, you know, people go back and look in. You know, say he, he, he persevered, he, you know, stayed locked in and, you know, understood that he was playing for, you know, not for himself, but also something bigger uh, than him. I follow your mom on social media and she'll occasionally post these pictures of you and you're just like a baby, like skinny, you know, just in your basketball gear. Tell tell me what it's like 10 years old, 12 years, old, 11. Like, what is your life like on the basketball circuit? Uh, on the basketball circuit, I mean, it's traveling every weekend in the summer. Um, middle school. Um, I'm on a middle school basketball team. Um, just playing a game every other couple of days. Um, I'm, I'm working out basically every day with my trainer Booker Wolfox. Um, we had it in a. Uh, we're at a church. Um, it was a, the back gym. It was away from the church. It was, it was a back gym, and uh, it's not a, a really good area. Um, but you know, um, I was okay with you know going there and trying to work on my game, work on my craft, you know, that's really how much I really wanted to, you know, be great. I was willing to, you know, go through whatever circumstances, you know, whatever, uh, to be in the gym and, um, you know, perfect my craft. I mean, COVID was really, really difficult for me. I mean, just because that was kind of our private gym and, you know, we even had to shut that down. So, I mean, it's just like, um, through the, through the years and, you know, at, and growing up, um, the work ethic only got, you know, more and more, and I was more and more locked in as I continued to grow up. And, you know, now I'm able to be here now. What would a typical day look like? You're like, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. But, like, what did that look like? Yeah, uh, I mean, so during the school year, I mean, of course, you know, we go to school, um, you know, come back, and, you know, I chill for a little bit. And then, I mean, uh, actually, I'm sorry, we got we got practice after. And then go, you know, go home, you know, relax. And then after practice, I'm I'm going to the I'm going to my workout uh, with Booker, Wolfox. So it's after that, and then I'm coming home, and then I'm eating, 
and then you know and it's just it's on repeat and then on the weekends it's that's when I really get my lifting in and you know um uh was working out at Sanders Fit at the time and uh just trying to get in there as many days as possible uh because you know with with school work and you know other obligations that you have I mean still got to clean the dishes still got to clean your room every Sunday got to be up at nine uh if I'm not up at nine I'm getting my phone took it for the whole day so it's the mom's strict. Yeah, it's, it, it was a discipline thing, and it, and, it, and it definitely um, helped me for sure now in my everyday living. So, you know, I, I just imagine this young kid. Did you go to your parents or go to your mom and be like, I, I'm really serious about this. Like, I need this trainer. What was the impetus for you to, like, get this extra trainer and start putting in all this work? Why did your folks believe in it? Uh, I think um, my whole family is – we're – a, a really loving family so it was it wasn't a, a conversation that was sad it was more of like um, this is what you want to do so I'm you know I'm gonna take you to the gym I don't I don't think uh I, I think they knew I was serious but I don't think they really understood how serious I was about um playing basketball so I mean um you know my mom and you know a couple other people they would take me to the gym um you know if my mom couldn't take me then they would come pick me up and take me so uh, as a collective it was it was a. Uh, um uh, you know, uh, a great space between us uh, as far as, you know, communication and getting me to the gym and picking me up from the gym because I couldn't drive at the time. And then once I was able to drive, I mean, I didn't ask for nothing else. I knew what time I needed to be at the gym. I knew what time I was leaving the house every day. I knew what time I would get back to the house. So, I mean, it was kind of like, I mean, now almost in the league, you know what time you got to be at the gym, you know what time you got to lift, you know what time you got to be at the arena. So, I mean, you know, now looking back on it, I mean, with that type of schedule, it definitely, um, you know, helped me, you know, pave the way and, uh, you know, learn what it takes to, you know, uh, be locked in at, at all levels. So you've just been this super motivated kid your whole life. You get to the NBA and this this year you're a rookie and it's been kind of interesting. You get an opportunity where you get to start kind of early in the year. Then you then you're not starting for a while. How have you navigated kind of the ups and downs? Because now you're back starting. Yeah, uh, that's honestly credit to, you know, Chris, Chris Dunn, KD. We talked so much in the locker room, on the road. I mean, that was kind of one of the first things he kind of preached to me. Um, you know, don't ride that wave. Don't be too high. Don't be too low. Um, you know, be the same person each and every day. And since, I mean, since that conversation, I mean, uh, I think I've I've had one day. And he, and he looked at me and kind of gave me a look and uh and it kind of probably back okay yeah like no matter what's going on this we gotta you know you gotta be the same person when you're around you, you've had some really cool learning moments about um moments in games uh one of the ones was setting a rookie record for nine threes in a game i see donovan mitchell tweeting about you i see guys in the league being impressed by you what do you think when you see this and you're being appreciated by other basketball players who are fantastic? I mean, yeah, those those players, I mean, we say it all the time in the NBA, we're the, you know, we're the best 450 players in the world um, come together in one league and, you know, get to compete. Um, so, I mean, these are guys that um, are established and, you know, have established that they they can play the way, they can play their game in this league. And, you know, when they – going you know their social media take the time and you know tweet about me I mean um you know I didn't see it but I mean I've definitely heard about it I mean I got to talk to you know Don in summer league and kind of just he kind of told me you know 
Uh, just go out and be you. I mean, uh, you know, just, just work on your game. Uh, you know, at some point your opportunity is going to come. And, I mean, this year, I mean, my opportunity has came, and I tried to take the most out of it. Uh, and so just to see um, they're really watching the game and, you know, seeing um, that I can, you know, do some things in this league, it kind of adds some extra motivation in a way. They're appreciating it. I think it's pretty cool. What what has been a welcome to the league moment? Have you had any moment when you were like, oh, or have you just been like, I got this? Uh, I would say the first one was uh, when we played the Suns in the in-season uh, tournament. And I thought I had a good contest on KD, but uh, looking back on the film, uh, he definitely didn't see me. Uh, and I thought I had a good contest at the time. And he kind of like, man, he's so skilled. Didn't really bother to shot. I mean, it's just like, okay, this is how it really is. And then I'll probably say our, our road trip that we had, we were six games, 12 days or something like that. Uh, that was that was a tough one. And I was just calling all – I called my best friend. I'm like, yo, I haven't been home in so so long. I'm like, I just want to go home and be with my dog and my cats and just want to be feel normal. But, I mean, it was that was, def, that was definitely a, an, a, an experience for sure that – now I know going into next season, we got something like that. I'm going to be way more prepared. Mm, how will you change it up? How will you make sure? Because I've heard, I've heard young players say, like, you get in this tunnel where you're like bus, gym, hotel, bus, gym, hotel, and you just feel like you can't get it, like it's not real. Yeah. So what have you learned about how to kind of break up this stuff? I mean, what you said is I didn't even, I, I've been in that mode too. I f- forgot what city we were in a couple of times. I forgot my 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 room number in the hotel, but for me, uh, I think the first thing would be bring way more clothes. I didn't bring enough clothes for the road trip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there we go. And then I'll probably just say, uh, definitely. I mean, as far as the eating aspect of of things, you know, feeling the body way more, uh, paying attention to the the fluids that I'm putting in my body, and uh, I mean just. Understanding that the bo- your body's gonna hurt you, you're gonna be, you know, mentally, physically tired. It's just, you know, how can you push through? And you kind of, you know, figure out yourself. You figure out your character almost in those moments. So, um, you know, I figured out, you know, I can do this. I feel like I can do this for a long time, um, as long as I continue to, you know, build habits, build the right habits. Um, so, that's really what I, you know, took out of the road trip. All right, before I let you get out of here, we just got to check back in on this um, Rising Stars game and how cool that experience is. I saw something you said on social media where you were like, this is just the beginning. I'm going to be back here as an all-star. I love your confidence. You you just totally believe in yourself. Where does that come from? Uh, it comes from how much work I put in, to be honest. I mean, I told you earlier, I mean, if, since high school, I've been on a, a strict schedule as far as, you know, when am I getting my work in? And, you know, uh, you know actually, um, Drew gave me a, say, uh, a saying uh, this season. We talk about, you know. Scott Drew from Baylor? No, no, no. Uh, Andrew Warren. He's on oh, the staff. From okay, Green. okay. Yeah. We talk about, uh, you know, quality over, you know, quantity. And as far as, you know, our reps. And, you know, if it's if it's good reps and, you know, you may, you may make five shots, but you want to make ten. But those five shots are, you know, really good, really hard. Your habits take place each and every rep. Um, you know, and the game is going to be like, you know, muscle memory almost. So, I mean, it, the confidence just comes from the work, to be honest. As long as you put in the work. You know, in the game, it's almost like you've seen, you know, all the reads, all the shots. You see everything. So it's just a matter of, uh, you know, making or missing the shots. So we're post All Star Green 
just over 26 games left. What do you know now that you didn't know before? I've learned a lot as, as far as off-the-court things when it comes to the league. Um, I mean, obviously, um, beginning of the season, I didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, how fast games come by. I mean, you play a game and, you know, you feel like you might get off, but it really doesn't feel like off just because you get home so late just because the game is um, later in, uh, at night. But I'll probably – I mean – I knew at the beginning of the season that it was very important to take care of your body, but now as far as, you know, after All-Star, I kind of really understood what it takes um, to have the same energy each and every day um, and what you have to do prior to that to have that energy. I mean, we had a back-to-back, and me and Walt had to go to Indiana and play the Rising Stars game right after. So it's like, you know, how you going to push through? You know, how you going to – you know you got to be there. So it's a, a matter of, you know – you know, just kind of, you know, you got to show up. That's the same thing, you know, I try to, you know, pride myself in is, is showing up, you know, being available. Um, so I feel like that's the best thing. If you're available, then, you know, opportunities are going to come at some point. Okay, I want to get to your mom because I just think she's dope. I, I just I just love how she loves on you, supports you. Um, what impact have the women in your life had on you? A major impact, uh-huh. you know, uh you know, growing up, uh, it was kind of just me and my mom, and uh, you know, you kind of really understand. You kind of—I tell people all the time—you kind of understand how a woman thinks, because um, you know, I don't—I don't think the same as her, and and so it kind of helps you, um, you know, throughout life. You know how to, you know, treat people with respect and all the basic things. You kind of, um, but the main thing I really um, learned is, uh, you know, organization, um, be organized with yourself. Uh, you know, it kind of carries over to, you know, what I do um, as far as the basketball. I mean, being organized, being respectful, um, show eye contact. I mean, um, little stuff goes a long way. So, I mean, women have played a, a, a major part just as far as my character. Um, so, I mean, if I can uh, build character and get better in my character every day, I mean, I can't complain at all. So, uh, you know, my mom and all my grandma and they've they've done an amazing job as far as you know teaching me um the morals and you know uh, and, and instilling me the the right habits uh a lot you know going through you know everyday life I got to meet some of your grandparents here they came to one of the games and we were, we were just chatting about you and they are so proud of you for sure like, it's so cute they're so proud of you how does that make you feel oh it makes me feel like I'm doing something right I mean my me and my grandma, I feel like we're we're really close. I mean, she has this thing called the um, you know, the Fit Kids, um, you know, cooperation. So, uh, I mean, she she let me run that at a young age. So, I mean, she's had confidence in me before I had confidence in myself. So, I mean, when when I see her, um, she actually uh, posted a uh, um, a picture of me at All Star break when I was a kid. Um, in at the, in Dallas, and she kind of she said to tell me she kind of just um, texted me and kind of just said you know just some simple look how far you come, and like you know when I look at that it's kind of like I'm doing something right I'm you know made it to my dream I'm able to take care of my family, um, you know she's made a lot of sacrifices for me, I mean as far as you know getting me into school and you know you know getting me to places that maybe my mom may not be able to you know going out her way. Um, she may miss work or, you know, maybe she might not eat that night when I'm over there. So it's just like, 
when you look at those type of sacrifices, it's real easy to, you know, give back and and, and work even harder to, you know, let her understand that, uh, you know, everything that you did didn't, didn't go unnoticed. So I know you left home when you were young. You went to IMG, so you've lived on your own before. You're still just 20 years old. If we go to your house right now, is it super organized? Like, would your oh, mom be proud of you? For sure. Every Sunday, we cleaning, cleaning. We up, cleaning. I got a dog in two cats, so I got to clean. Okay. Uh, I mean, the morning is the same all the time. Get up, you know, do what I got to do, feed the animals. Now I'm off the way to the facility. Okay. But, like, I mean, I wash, we wash clothes every Sunday. So, like, even little, some simple as a, a door stopper that I used to have growing up, you know, put the door stopper on the front door at night. Uh, so, I mean, it's, I've taken all types of things. When leave the kitchen, turn the lights off. Uh, even if I'm about to go right back, I'm still turning the light off. So it's just like, you know, the little things that I did around the house growing up, it's just, I could tell, like, now having my own home and wanting to take care of my own home, uh, those things are happening in my home. It's so cute. I'm sitting here as a mom thinking, oh, she'll be so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. What's your dog's name? Duke. Duke and then cat's names? Migo and Mist. Are they Migos after the Migos? We, yeah, we did Migo after okay. Migos and okay. then Miss. He's gray, so we kind of like, ah, gray. Gotcha. Miss. Okay, cool. And last thing before I let you go, what's been the best part of your life in Utah so far this season? Best part of my life. Best part of my time in Utah. I'll probably say going to Trader Joe's and people are showing love. Kind of, I uh, went to Trader Joe's one day. It was early, like in the summer. I think we didn't even play a summer league game yet. I go there, I'm just trying to shop and just trying to get some fruit, stay out of the way. And, you know, a mom comes up to me. She's like, oh, we're so glad you're in Utah. We're so glad you're on the Jazz. Uh, Face on her son, showed, showed me her son and told him, uh, now you now you see why I want you to go to the store. But it's just like when you can have that type of impact and, like, make people's day just by them seeing you. And it's just like, I mean, like I said before, it's kind of like you're doing something right. So I just try to keep a smile on my face. Every time I see a fan, I'm interacting in the arena. Um, y'all see, I always try to show love, make high five somebody, you know, get the, cr- the crowd up. So I mean, um, you know, we talk about showing love on our team all the time, and I, you know, s- tell myself all the time, it's it's not hard to show love. It's not hard to, you know, dap somebody up one time. Because I know when I was younger and watching the league, I mean, if somebody would did that to me, then I probably would have freaked out. So it's just about making some how can I impact somebody's life in a in a positive way each and every day so um, I mean that's that's what I'm really trying to do all right well thanks for joining us today. Thanks.